Rasool Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam states, Fatima bid'atun minni. Fatima is a part of me. Faman aghwabaha aghwabani. Whoever upsets and angers Fatima upsets me. This uh, hadith is mentioned in many sources. Uh, I'll, I'll just stop here. I'll, I'll, I'll mention the source in, in Bukhari and the source in Muslim, Fada'il al-Sahaba, Fada'il Fatima bint al-Nabi, hadith number 4,482. Ibnati bid'atun minni. Rasulullah says that Fatima is a part of me. Yuribuni ma rabaha wa yu'dini ma adaha. Whatever upsets her upsets me. Now, with that said, uh, what I want to discuss and, and my questions uh, to our respected guest is, does this mean, because, uh, you know, without getting into too much details of usul uh, al-fiqh and the concept of the mantuq and the mafhum, the explicit and what is being implied by uh, the explicit terminologies used by the Prophet Muhammad arise the following questions. Fatima, if her anger angers Rasulullah, does that mean that she can just randomly get upset just like any other woman? Uh, you know, we get upset while we're driving, we get upset when we're hungry, we get upset when somebody mocks us, we get upset when, you know, uh, somebody harasses us. Normal people get upset in that manner. But if she gets upset, and once she's upset, Rasulullah is upset, then that's a completely different level. And I want you to explain that to our beloved audience and, and our viewers. Similarly, the second part of the question is, can then Fatima be compared to any other woman? Uh, of her time surrounding Rasulullah, including the the wives of the Prophet وسلم, including Khadija, her own mother, including Um Salama, including many of the noble wives of Rasulullah What was Fatima's status in comparison to not only the woman, but even the men? Is there something of this nature uh, spoken of any of the Sahaba and the companions that surrounded Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Go ahead. Uh, Sayyid, what, what was the first question? Just, just to clarify. The first question is, you know, if, if Fatima has the status where when she's angry, then the Prophet of Allah is angry. Is that something, you know, would, would, would that make her, wouldn't that give her a special status, you know? Rasulullah says, once she's angry, I am angry. Does that mean she's just going to randomly get angry over materialistic things or, or things that are not of importance or things that are not godly? Because he's the messenger of God. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Sayyid, you've asked a very beautiful question. And it's a question which, unfortunately, many people have attempted and they have uh, misinterpreted the very sayings and the very wordings of the Prophet ﷺ. The hadith which you have mentioned in different variations are found uh, multiply amongst the books of hadith, specifically in Al-Imam Al-Bukhari ta'ala, in Sahih, under the chapter of Manaqib, under the chapter of the, the virtues of the Sahaba, specifically under the chapter of the virtues of Fatima, the daughter of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. He narrates that the Messenger of Allah said, Fatima tu bad'atun mini, 
فمن اقدبها اقدباني that is the hadith there are different variations bid'atun mini but the word, the, the, the wording of bukhari is bid'atun specifically now the question here that we ask is the nature the fitra of a woman specifically when we speak about women generally is that women in their fitra and this is mentioned by many of the scholars and it's been debated amongst feminists in a modern uh, reality is women uh, sometimes because of certain hormones because of 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 a certain period of time during the month would behave in certain ways they may say something they don't actually mean it that is why the scholars al ghazali for example has a book about how you deal with your wife and the relationships with a husband and wife some people have tried to use that as a pretext of trying to use it under the uh, the spectrum or what should i say the the idea or the notion of say the fatima this is a great injustice number one why number one is say the fatima is from nur she is from light she is from the light of the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam from all of the, the the children of the messenger of allah all of the the honorable offspring that he sallallahu alaihi wasallam had from his daughters he gives superiority to this honorable woman not only that the prophet mentioned in the hadith in the same chat of, of bukhari he said four women have tafdeel superiority over all the women of all time he said asiya the wife of firaun he said maryam salamu alayha he said khatija kubra salamu alayha and he said fatima my, my daughter these four women have superiority in another hadith the messenger of allah goes even further he says basically let me put it in a simple way for you for the audience members is that these are four honorable women but from all four of them one is what a wife of a tyrant who looked after the prophet one is a mother of a prophet one is a wife of a prophet and one is the daughter he said from all of them this last one my daughter fatima she has superiority and she is said that in the sahih fil jannah she is the greatest of all women and she is the mistress of all the women on yawm al qiyamah in jannah all women will be under her even her own yani look at the hadith in bukhari the messenger of allah clearly said what jannah is at the feet of your mother look at the position the honor of a mother even the mother of fatima who jannah is beneath her feet even she al khadija al kubra sallallahu alayha wa radiyallahu anha even she is beneath say the fatima in a respectful way i'm saying it i'm not saying it in any derogatory way even her her survival is dependent upon say the fatima sallallahu alayha which is not is which is not a speciality for any other companion all the companions the sahaba their sahaba is conditioned upon accepting the ahlul bayt and loving the ahlul bayt not loving them does not give them salvation their salvation lies with ali fatima hasan wal husain ridwan allahu alim ajma'in so say the fatima is a unique person the second argument to rebuttal this point is when the prophet said that women when we say women get angry the prophet said he says fatima bad'atun minni faman aghdabaha whoever makes her angry if the prophet stopped here and said whoever makes her angry yani it is wrong whoever makes say the fatima angry he will be sinful then you can apply that 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 uh, 
that the mantiq there, that that logic can be applied there. That Fatima is like any other woman when she get angry, when she gets angry. But no, what did the Messenger of Allah then say? فَمَنْ أَغْدَابَهَا أَغْدَبَانِ Whoever angers her angers me. And what does the Messenger of Allah say? وَمَا يَنْتِقُوا عَنِ الْحَوَائِنِ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحِيٌّ يُوحَى Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam surah al-Najm. He doesn't speak from his desire. Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam will only speak from wahi. So the disobedience and the anger of Fatima. What does it mean? How do we contextualize it? It means the contextualization is the Sharia. That is what it means. Fatima is the Sharia. Fatima is the premises of it. Going against her and hating her, making her anger, anger making her anger, making her angry, is a violation of the Sharia. Is a violation of the Messenger of Allah, and it cannot be applied to every other woman. Why? Because amongst the great qualities of Sayyidah Fatima, which is amongst what, which is amongst her fadail, is that she never had a monthly period, which women experience throughout their lives. This is amongst the, what we call the karamat, this is amongst the great miracles that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had bestowed upon Sayyidah Fatima. This is mentioned by Sawaik uh, al-Muhrika, by Ibn Hajar al-Haythami, an authentic narration he gives the Sayyidah Fat salamu alayha, did not experience a monthly period. Why? Because she was extremely pure. What was the wisdom behind it? Some of the ulama say the wisdom behind was that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not want Fatima to be in a state that she could not do sujood or sajda to his to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He wanted Fatima's total obedience and ubudiyah enslavement to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so Allah removed all of these hardships. Allah removed all of these obstacles for Sayyidah Fatima. That is how great she is. And we cannot compare her to anyone else. She cannot be compared to anyone else. Even Sayyidah Aisha, salamu alayha, both Fatima, uh, Sayyidah Fatima and Sayyidah Aisha are of, of a similar age. And one of the uh, misbehaviors of certain individuals who have that. Let me explain to the audience in one sentence. Who are the Nawasim? When we say Nawasim, when we say the Khawarij, who are we referring to? The Nawasim, according to our Imams, are those people who will praise the Fadail of the Sheikhin, Abu Bakr and Umar, and they will praise them to such an extent, they will over-exaggerate over Imam Ali, has an opposition to Imam Ali. And they would use Sayyidina Uthman here. And they would use any fadail to show like a competition between Sayyidina Ali and, 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 and these three people. Trying to make some type of comparison. There could not be no comparison between any of them. Has Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal clearly said in his Musnad when his son said, Oh father, Ya Abati, who do you give preference to? He said the preference was given to Abu Bakr, then Umar, and then Uthman, and he kept quiet. His son said, why don't you add Ali here? Isn't Ali amongst the Khulafa? And Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal radiallahu anhu, Imam Ahl Sunnah. Who is Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal? He is the first Sunni Imam to call Yazid a Kafir. The first Sunni Imam that allowed the, 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 the la'an, the cursing on Yazid. What did he say? He says, oh my son, Ali cannot be compared with anyone because he is from the Ahlul Bayt. So like Sayyidina Ali cannot be comparable to anyone else. Sayyidina Fatima salamu alayhi cannot be comparable Aisha radiallahu anha narrates herself. She said that the person 
who resembled the Prophet the most, who followed his sunnah to the strictest, who was the most beloved to him, who was the most closest to him. In everything, there was no one other than Sayyidah Fatima. No one can be comparable to her, be it Sayyidah Aisha, be it Sayyidah Hafsa, be it Um Habiba, be it Um, uh, um Salama, Zainab, all of the honorable daughters, all of the honorable wives, the Prophet وسلم, the Sahabiyat, the Prophet's honorable uh, female companions, whoever there may be, any Wali al Rabia, whoever you may be, any woman, no one can be comparable to Sayyidah Fatima. And not only that, men could not even be comparable to her greatness. She was the one that stood with the Messenger of Allah when Abu Jahl and the leaders of Mecca threw the intestines and the dirty parts, the disgusting impure parts of an animal on top of Rasulullah when he was praying in, in, near the Kaaba. Not a single person spoke up apart from this five or six-year-old child called Fatima Tuzara. No one can be comparable to. And a final point, Sayyid, Imam Sayyuti narrates another hadith. Another hadith in his Dural Mansur. He says that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was going to forgive Adam alayhi salatu salam, Sayyidina Adam asked forgiveness from Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not forgive him. One day Sayyidina Adam said, this is the narration, I'm summarizing it for you. He says, oh Allah, forgive me in the name of Muhammad, Ali, Fatima, Hassan, and Hussein. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turned to him and said to him, how do you know these names? He says, oh Allah, when you created me and you put my, when you put my soul into my body, when I, when I, when, when, when I, when I rose, I looked up, I looked at your arsh. And when I looked at your honorable arsh, on top of your arsh, these were these beautiful names. The Ahlul Bayt names, the five Imams, and these five honorable people's names were there. Who is narrating this? Not a Shia Imam. This isn't a Shia narration. This is one of the greatest Sunni scholars, Imam Jalaluddin Sayyuti. Jalaluddin Sayyuti, he was a Shafi'i Imam. He was an Ash'ari and he was a great Yani Shadri Imam. 911 after Hijri, over a thousand books he had written. He himself says, I saw the Messenger of Allah over 70 times physically in my life. He is narrating this narration and he says that it was only because of these people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave him. So no one can be comparable to Sayyidina Fatima. No one can be, uh, be it male or female. She has this, uh, whether it is in the Sharia, whether it is in Tafsir, whether it is in Hadith, in all of the sciences, she is the most uh, learned of them. Uh, and unfortunately, the reason why we do not have those aqwal here, uh, in, in, in the modern context and we do not have a lot of information was because of how short the honorable while the life was. She was not destined to be here. She was destined to go to Jannah to prepare everyone to enter Jannah under her love. So no one can be comparable at all to Sayyidah Fatima Sayyid. Thank you very much, Sheikh Anah. That was extremely beautiful and touching. <coughs> uh, just to remind the audience, our respected viewers, the hadiths that have been mentioned by uh, by us today, specifically the ones that were just used by Sheikh Omar, uh, are actually referenced on this very page. Uh, we have given you the reference, we have given you the hadith, and we have given you the reference, specifically the one that was just mentioned in regards to Adam's seeking of repentance towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, 
I'd like to move on to the next point. Uh, there are a lot of important issues that need to be discussed. Um, before I do that, I'd like to just pause for one moment and say that this is a reminder for all the sisters, specifically the sisters that are watching, and we'll watch this later, that today we are more in need of Fatima and more in need of her guidance uh, than ever. Today, while social media and, 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 and the way that it wants women to market themselves, uh, this modern style of woman uh, is actually the greatest injustice that has uh, occurred in our contemporary times because it literally compels women to portray themselves in a way where, you know, once uh, they, they, they portray themselves in that way, they feel that th this is the only thing that they possess and that is their physical beauty and having to get likes and comments because of pictures that show their exterior beauty and and there isn't any emphasis on their inner beauty on their intellect and uh, you know just like you beautifully said women are the masters of the home they 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 are the caretakers of their children god has given them more emotions so that they can lead the family with their love and with their compassion Fatima Zahra was not just a traditional woman who just sat at home and cooked and cleaned, but no, she was a scholar. She knew that she had a role to play in the history of Islam, in the making of Islam, to a point where she was given this status and, and what we will be discussing next. So if you are a follower of Fatima, you are one who will pursue goals, objectives, lead the Muslim community with bravery and, and, and steadfastness. 